You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Everyone, uh, Glenn Sanford here, founder of EXP Realty um, and also the Expansion Podcast, which you're listening to. And today, um, really excited to have uh, Jill Liebernight on. Uh, Jill out of Austin, Texas. She's been with EXP since probably around 2014, 15, if I'm not mistaken, uh, right in that time frame. 2015. 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, just been an amazing uh, leader, positive, uh, always uh, challenging uh, in a very positive way. She loves leading with uh, with her with heartfelt uh, gratitude and uh, wants to to see the world be a better place is basically my feedback. We didn't talk about this, but this is just who Jill is. <laughs> and uh um and 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 so excited to just uh, to chat about uh you know what she's been doing. Uh also been a four time icon uh there in um in Austin. Um welcome Jill. Hi Glad it's so good to hear to be here with you this morning. Oh no th- Thank you for 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 jumping on and 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 uh, being part of it. So you've been obviously. I think uh, we we just chatted briefly, and I, I remember obviously um, you uh, joining uh, EXP um, uh, back in uh, 2015. I was thinking maybe it was 2014, 2015. Um, yeah, 2015. Think, Agent number uh, 761. 761. I think uh, Elizabeth Riley is your sponsor, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Elizabeth Riley and I were visiting with you uh, before we even opened up uh, in Texas. So we were part of the original crew, sort of daydreaming forward about what we could be and what could be for all of us. Yeah, yeah. I remember that uh, that room that we all got got a number of us together there in in Austin. But uh, you know, what's so maybe. Just for, for everybody's benefit, what's what's your background? Obviously, um, your real estate is only part of what you've been up to. I've uh, I've seen you do jazz hands more than once. <laughs> I have a picture of you four years ago um, doing jazz hands. I've got a couple of jazz hand pictures with Glenn and and a lot of our leadership. Uh, I I was a theater kid uh, growing up. I I found the theater at a young age. Um, doing community theater, did a production of Annie and fell in love with the stage and thought I was going to be sort of like Leah Michelle in the TV show Glee. I just thought my future was Broadway um, and really deep dived into uh, formal classical training as an actor, singer and dancer and spent uh, a good portion of my life. I'm still performing, um, but a good portion of my life sort of embedded in the theater world discovered that I really wanted to inspire the next generation of of performers and artists. And so was uh, a longtime theater educator for high school students and college kids uh, and itty bitties, I'm sure, throughout the journey. Um, performed on a PBS, an Emmy award winning PBS TV show for eight years uh, called The Biscuit Brothers. So in Austin, Texas, I'm known by a lot of our Austin community as Buttermilk Biscuit. That was my character's name on the Biscuit Brothers. It was a music education show that taught music um, uh, like theory and lessons, but also used music as a gateway to all types of learning. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm an artist. I consider myself an artist at heart and everything that I do, I bring creativity to it. And that's 
uh, what I love, um, whether it's real estate. I'm also a, uh, sometimes people call me a serial board board member. Uh, I love serving on boards and helping uh, organizations and communities uh, identify their mission, vision, and values. And uh, just love bringing my creativity to that. But yep, theater kid, lots of props. I'm, I always have props here. When I, even when I teach in the EXP cloud, I've got my train whistle and my clown nose and uh, all sorts of musical instruments. So I try to have, try to have fun wherever I go. Oh, awesome. Now, what, 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 um, so what led you to real estate? Um, is it, I, it's a, it's a good question. I love sharing this story. Um, you know, I was teaching at a boarding school in Austin, Texas, and, uh, being an arts teacher, oftentimes when, uh, schools get into, uh, financial trouble, the arts programs are the first to go. And, uh, they were, balancing budgets and uh, eliminated some of the theater and performance and arts teachers at the school that I was at. But I was al already working on the TV show at the time and had embedded roots here in Austin, relationships and uh, organizations. And so I, I was sort of unleashing my creativity in a variety of ways. I didn't know if I wanted to be a college counselor because um, I would have naturally just moved on to the next boarding school in the country and taught theater somewhere else, but I, I felt, I felt strong roots here in Austin, Texas. I'm from Pennsylvania originally, um, but came down here to get my MFA in acting, uh, at the university of Texas at Austin. But so I started sort of daydreaming what I wanted to do next and explored a variety of marketing things. And my husband saw an ad in the newspaper back when people used to read the newspaper, um, for a, a place to go get, uh, uh, your real estate license at a local school and they would pay for your training if you worked with them or if you signed up at their brokerage. So I got my real estate license uh, training in five weeks over Christmas break in 2005, um, just because I was looking for something else to do that, that could support my arts activities and my arts projects. Um, and it's been, I gotta tell you, Glenn, it's been, such a surprising journey for someone who grew up in the arts and thought theater and performance was the only thing on my horizon. It's been really fascinating to discover through real estate the other strengths that I have and, and beyond strengths, the other joys that I have. I love contracts. I love coaching people. I love marketing. My grandfather was a the longest serving borough councilman in Pennsylvania history, and he was a, a politician um, and a civil servant. And I, I didn't realize how important serving a community was to me until I stepped into this role uh, as realtor. So it wasn't anything that I imagined that I was going to do, and I still it still feels surreal that I have the title realtor next to my name, but it actually feels like the title and the profession and job, the story that I've been destined to do. So that's just a little bit, a little bit about the background. Awesome. Well, no, th thank you. And of course, in the back of my mind, I'm going, okay, some, you know, creative personal branding. So did you buy the domain name buttermilk brisket sells real estate? Oh. No, I didn't do that. Didn't do that. Um, 
that that would have been, I mean, I buy, my husband and I buy a lot of domain names. That's something that we're always sort of like identifying different projects or creatives or websites or virtual programs. Um, but that's one that we didn't grab. I'm sure I could still grab it. <laughs> there, there you go. It might still be available. Yeah. Better I'm writing that down, Glenn. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to credit you in, in any sort of future projects uh, as a as a, uh, another founder of the Buttermilk, a co-founder of the Buttermilk <laughs> Biscuit an, uh, online initiative. There you go. So, um, so I'm, so you got, got into to real estate um, and, uh, you know, and, and I, you've mentioned community service. Um, and, and uh, one of the things I, I think about uh, a fair bit is that realtors really are the ambassadors of, the communities that they serve. I mean, people are moving in from out of town. A lot of times the first person or the main person people connect with is the, is the, the realtor uh, who then connects them to other, other parts of the community, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how does community service and, and lead generation and, and, and even sort of the referral based part of your business, how does that all sort of tie together? Well, I think historically in my career, it it initially tied together with um, with video. I was one of the first. I was an early adopter of video for real estate back in two thousand nine. I remember at my previous brokerage, they had invited me to speak at one of their national conferences, um, and they didn't quite know what to do with me. They even in the coaching sessions that I have at the had at the brokerage, it was hard for them to imagine um, video as a lead generation activity. But once I started bringing in, uh, video, I was educating through my video and, uh, and and serving my community. It, my YouTube channel back in the day was, you know, early days was sort of a launching port, uh, point for that community message. It was while I was, uh, selling and marketing, properties, I had opportunities before and after to talk about my message as a community servant. I consider myself realtor as public servant. Um, And, you know, the lead generation portion and referral based is, um, I know a lot of us who've been in real estate for a long time, any sort of sales, there's that old sales saying, um, sales success is all about the number of people that know, like, and trust you. Um, And for me, this community focus really just hones in on um, that trust factor. Um, I, I am an active, authentic participant in my community. Uh, I, I've coined the work that I do as tribe marketing, um, this community focus. And for years, I've been teaching uh, my tribe marketing class in our Icon University uh, platform and classrooms. Uh, but it is... I'm an active, authentic participant there with my community. They have a chance to feel and experience my heart, my passion, my compassion, and my focus and mission on the community. And so it's easy for them to jump on the Jill bandwagon and be loyal advocates and, um, and, and fans of my work. And, and so it's natural because I'm doing things that I love. I'm doing fun things with my community. Um, and it, it just makes it easier for them to see me unleash my passions 
in my joys. And so they see, oh, Jill shows up when she says she's going to show up. She does what she says she's going to do. All the things that we want to teach our kids to do, you know, you know, be impeccable with your word, uh, be have integrity. Um, they see me unleash that um, in the community. And so when it's time, and another thing that I do is I, I serve in Texas. I teach them homeowner rights through our property appraisal protest process. So for some of my neighbors, I have been saving them tens of thousands of dollars every year through analyzing their home and teaching them about how to, um, you know, do evaluate their properties for their taxes. And so they, there's just this trust factor. They know that Jill's got their back. Awesome. And, and of course you do, a, I, I, I remember watching a lot of the videos. I mean, a lot of them are very much um, sharing what's, what's going what's in Austin. Where are the places to go? What are the things to do? You know, the, there are a lot of community. So in that regard, do you, did you find, or do you find um, that you attract a lot of people from out of area because of the, the video or is it more local? Both. Um, but I do attract people that are outside of Austin, outside of the city or outside of the state. And the beauty of um, a video, certainly I learned that when I was performing on a TV show, uh, people just come up to you. They feel you've been in their homes um, talking with them. And so there is already this trust factor and family factor. So I get calls because of video. Um, I get calls from people that they don't interview me. They immediately ask, can you help me? Because they've been listening to my storytelling. They've been listening to my advice. They've been talking, you know, hearing my education, uh, you know, through video for years. And so when it's time and I'll get, I'll get uh, clients reach out from California, DC, Boston, uh, New York City, even Canada, Mexico. And they, oh, my friend told me I, to watch your videos and I've, I've tuned in. Can you help me? I need to relocate here. I was watching your video. They reference videos, much like people will reference a book. There's just shelf life. Um, and that, you know, I could geek out in a variety of different directions on how how to build videos that have shelf life. But those are the ones that I enjoy more, the ones that have a little bit longer shelf life and not the content every day. And I know there's some realtors that that like to build and create more sitting, con you know, fresh content um, or not fresh, but, you know, regular top of mind um, day to day current stuff. So. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, but uh, and unless for some reason, the city of Austin decides to entirely change their downtown and move the river, your, your stuff describing Austin stays pretty yeah. relevant for, for, for a while. Um, and, and that makes sense. I mean, that's the stuff that people are interested in uh, and when they're moving people, um, you, know, you know, they, they originally, pick out the communities first and then they, then they pick the house. Um, mm -hmm. So it's community first house second. And uh, if you, if you know that, then it actually allows you to sort of build uh, the relationships in a different way than if you try to sell the house first yeah, and the community second, which is, you know, unfortunately, you know, a lot of agents, that's where their head's at. Well, I need to sell a house. So they try to sell the house 
uh, and and they they forget that they're really selling a community. And the house is, what's the best house I can find that meets my needs in the community that I want to live in? Um, yeah. And, and if so you approach it that way, uh, you're going to have a much better clientele um, who is going to refer you and 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 want to do business with you because you understand uh, them and and their needs. A house is a house, but a community is. That's, and that's you said it earlier, realtors as ambassadors. So mm-hmm. I do consider when I am doing my real estate videos that I have an opportunity to introduce people to our Austin vibe and our Austin energy and culture, which, you know, people are always talking about it, the keep wondering what that keep Austin weird vibe is. And so I'm one of those vibes. There is a lot mm-hmm. of creativity in Austin. So, you know, I just enjoy unleashing that and being me, being authentic. Um, I'm Jill. I'm a little bit silly, a little bit quirky. Um, and, and I try to just make sure that that energy comes out in my videos. Right. So um, you, you obviously generate leads from, from that. How, how do you manage that? What's, uh, what's your, do, do you have a favorite CRM? Um, do, you, do you use a CRM? I, I, I have stepped into CRM land in the past two years uh, and that is, that is such a conundrum right now. I mean, I used to just use old school systems of Excel spreadsheets and right. labeling clients in an old school way, you know, my Austin clients, you know, just categorizing them. Um, but I stepped into follow-up boss land last year and I'm, I'm a big systems person. That's maybe where the, the high C you know, teacher Jill comes out, I have templates and I have, I like systems and automation. If there is something that I am doing repetitively, I like there to be an organized system for that. So that as I grow my Austin holistic real estate group or my holistic approach to real estate, other people can replicate what I do. I'm not the only person that can do it. Um, But I'll be honest, Glenn, I, I feel like there is no CRM out there that really automates in um, the best way. I was doing follow-up boss for a year. I have an extraordinary, um, I call her my systems architect, Hannah, been working with her. She was a, a client of mine years ago and she was so organized in the way that she approached her home search. I said, I don't know how, I don't know how you're going to work in my business, but I, I want to hire you. Um, and she's been working systems for me behind the scenes for, you know, a decade. Um, and we've evolved, we've switched and are transferring to Realvolve right now because they seem to have more automation capabilities with uh, AI, chat GPT. Let me say chat GPT. Um, and my husband and I are really geeking out with chat GPT right now. And gosh, I, I really feel like we're there's a lot of potential and we could be on the verge of AI and chat GPT type programs to really solve re- real estate challenges. I mean, one of the advice that I've been telling a lot of new agents is don't wait to plan for your success until your success comes. Start planning your daily habits and your routines and your systems day one. I know it's why you have time because once that tipping point hits and success starts coming in, if you don't have a foundation of systems, 
things can get real chaotic real quick and realtors can easily just work themselves to death, you know, and, and health problems start emerging and we don't want that. And I just, I just am waiting for some entrepreneur, maybe EXP might be perfectly aligned to step into the uh, transaction coordination or the client management routines. Um, I just think that there could be more intuitiveness with my business. Um, and I remember, I don't know if you, you probably don't remember a first visit that we have. Do you remember our first visit, Glenn, in the world? In, in world? Uh, no, I don't remember that. I, I know. I just, I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but I tell the story all the time, Glenn. Like I remember my first week at EXP and I was learning our virtual systems and I, I stepped in and had a meeting with Jason guessing and, um, and I was unleashing some of my frustrations and we, Jason and I were in a little private bubble and in you walked, you just came in to sit and visit with us, with Jason and I, um, and you listened and you said, those are, those are, you know, I had very different at that time, very community service oriented, uh, work, um, that I was doing that wasn't online sales focused in, in some different ways. And you were interested and you said, those are great ideas, Jill. Um, you know, well, you know, let us know, like there are things that we could adjust or change or let's be creative together. And I'll never forget how you came to that visit with, uh, you taught me my, one of my first profound lessons of coming, coming from contribution. You included me. And I, at the time I was like, I'm a lowly little realtor. And Glenn is asking me for, well, tell me what you think. Um, and I, I, I just think that there are more opportunities for these CRMs to evolve um, with this new technology that is emerging. It's just not very intuitive right now, the CRMs. That was a long way of answering that question. Oh, well, no, it, it, no <laughs> definitely an interesting. Um, you know, the, um, the, the reality is, is AI is going to fundamentally change everything that we're doing in a very short period of time. I mean, it, chat GPT is good for getting some basic responses and answers and some creative ideas, et cetera. Um, but the, you know, the, the stuff that's coming here in the not too distant future, which could take your Excel spreadsheet or your database and watch and track and do different things. Um, you know, it will make, it will make life as an, as an agent, maybe not easier, but more systematic. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and then it'll be a question of, you know, how much do you want to turn over the activities that you mm -hmm. normally do as an agent to, to an AI? Do you want the AI to, um, communicate text message back and forth, share potential listings to, you know, keep a, a, a prospect, you know, warmed up or, is that the job of a human being and, mm -hmm. and relationship building? And, and, and uh, there's no right answer. I mean, there's going to be some people who go, you know, as far to the AI side as they possibly can. There'll be others that are going to be, you know, this is very much a person to person, belly to belly business. And both will do, do fine. Some will, you know, I think the AI crowd 
if money's the object, then the AI crowd will will be able to quote unquote make more. But yeah. if uh, relationships more important, um, then then th- then that's where I think uh, is a different set of things that you'll do. I mean, relationships. The end of the day, I've always said that business is a conduit to relationships, not relationships mm. a conduit to business. Um, and, um, and, 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 and so if you, you know, and those are two different, it's like two different paradigms of do you eat to work or do you, to, to, um, or do you eat to live or do you live to eat? Um, mm-hmm. and, and, or, you know, so is business a conduit to relationships or is relationships a conduit to business? And mm. they, they both create sort of different outcomes in terms of just mentally how you sort of organize, you know, st- stuff in your life, et cetera. But uh, I think AI is fundamentally going to change everything. You're, a lot of consumers are going to have their AIs effectively doing a bunch of work on their uh, on uh, on their behalf, um, and and we'll we all do that already. I mean, you've got Siri or you know, mm-hmm. or you've got uh, you know, ask you know, Google or whatever on your phone. You're you're using some versions of AI to manage stuff. If you're using your Apple Watch to track your health. You're 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 using AI to do stuff, and it just becomes more and more um, ubiquitous in in terms of our daily lives. But eventually, it does fundamentally change what it means to be a real estate professional because there is a lot of repetitive, redundant work. Where I think yeah. you mentioned was it Helen is your assistant Hannah Hannah yeah like, I was thinking that'd be a great name for an AI. Yeah, she that 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 would be a great name. Um, what a thank you for that. I just got a little mini mastermind. I liked that perspective of business as a conduit to relationships or vice versa. Um, I I think you know that's a that's a great way of fundamentally sitting down and determining you know which side you land on. Um, right. in terms of how do you want to, how do you want to focus your business? Um, I just know that I have such a catalog of content. I, I am big on documenting, uh, my approaches and the style in which uh, I work with clients. Um, that's why I've, of this holistic approach has evolved because I am very goal oriented with my clients. Um, and you know, there's a lot of custom, uh, transactional support and coaching. Um, and so I've been trying to document it so that I can replicate it and, and have other people join on this mission of holistic support for the client. Um, and I keep thinking, gosh, there's got, I've got to find a way to get chat GPT to, um, like in my emails or when they hear me saying things like, Oh, let's get together for one of our holistic consults that there's automation to send a buyer schedule Jill with the consult or send out my Calendly and send the, the buyer form and a few steps that I'm having to train somebody else to do. That's just adding more work to our day that I feel like there's a, there's some baton passing that AI right. can do. You know, one, one platform you may want to consider, and this mm-hmm. is obviously for anybody listening as well, is uh, check out Motion. I think it's uh, use Motion as opposed to Calendly. I like Calendly. Oh. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a good platform. But I, I've been thinking about the um, 
what Calendly does, which is fine, um, Motion does better. Awesome. And, um, and one of the things you, you think about, you know, so if you think about it as a real estate professional, um, a lot of times you want to do, you want to time block a few different activities in your business, your mm-hmm. prospecting time mm-hmm. um, and, and, and maybe exercise. And maybe, uh, maybe there's a couple other things. Maybe there's meditation. Maybe there's, maybe you just need to schedule lunch. I, you know. Yeah. But, um, but what it does is it takes, uh, it'll take the things that are, uh, that are that you want to have in your calendar, but don't have to be done at any particular time, and allows you to build your calendar around it more fluidly. And so I think about it from from a client perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you, they you know, instead of using a Calendly link, they could be using uh, the Motion link, and it will actually create more flexibility for both you and your client, while allowing you to complete the things that you've said. Hey, these are important things for me to complete. I love that, and you know, like. One of the other challenges, and this is where the human aspect comes in, is we can have all this great technology supporting us, but if we as humans aren't interpreting the boots on ground behavior that we're witnessing, um, like, you know, I've been doing this 18 years and you've been in the real estate industry longer. Um, you know, we see, we've seen behaviors of how clients reach out to, to agents. Sometimes they, they want to be texting you more. Uh, they've, they've completely abandoned the voice message. No one wants to call. Um, everything's in text right now, but trying to help guide that natural behavior into a more efficient and effective way of being in communication that I I spend more time in like systems, client communication, organization land than, I'd like to be, but it's, it's just trying to help guide clients to how sure. are you going to be in touch with me and training them how to do that. Well, awesome. Well, one last question, and then we'll, we'll wrap up here. If there was mm-hmm. one piece of advice you could give to an EXP agent, uh, what mm-hmm. would it be? Don't be afraid to author your own story, to define success in your own terms, uh, and to build a story that you want to live in. It's the beauty of our profession. We can author our own story story from a variety of different perspectives. So make sure you're authoring your story, the story that you want to be living, living in, the one where you're the hero. Um, I always tell people, if you look around at your life's events and activities, and you're not, I don't want to say the center of it, but you uh, look at your life, look at your actions. You might be living in somebody else's story. You might be a sub character, um, a supporting character. So author your own story and your own success and real estate has the beauty to do that. The, the structure of our profession and industry and certainly um, within uh, our brokerage. I, I know I, you and I have talked about it a lot uh, there's a variety of different ways. I geek out on the education portion and the university at EXP. I love teaching. Um, but there are so many different avenues uh, at different times in your life at EXP to uh, write your unique story. And that's kind of cool. Awesome. 
Well, hey, thank you again for spending uh, a bunch of time. Actually, uh, long, longer than normal podcast. We, we had great conversation here, Jill, um, and uh, some great clues and and how to one author your your own story, how to um, you know weave per- performing arts in with a real estate profession, video, et cetera. But uh, um, you can follow um, Jill on Instagram at Austin Agent Jill. So mm-hmm. that's uh, pr- pretty straightforward. And um, until next time, thanks everyone for listening. And thanks again, Jill. Thank you, Glenn. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of the XP.